and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hello, today we have another super special guest for you, Edna Keep. Making money is a love for Edna and she does that by focusing primarily on real estate investments that target on multifamily residences and joint venture partnerships. She is the co-founder of 3D Real Estate and over the last nine years, Edna has built her own real estate portfolio to over 437 doors with a value of $47 million, all except the first two properties that were bought with the help of other people's money, like a joint venture partner. Now a real estate investment coach, where she teaches others investing in real estate so to receive passive income, allowing them to live the life they want and retire when they want. How exciting. Multiple Ways to Wealth is a training, education and membership organisation for real estate investors that she has developed which is based on her experience, knowledge and education. Edna's vision is to empower people by educating them on financial options by providing training, coaching and educational resources to busy, hardworking people looking to seize opportunities through real estate and build their own wealth. It's now time to listen to this one very inspirational woman. Enjoy. So today we have another super special guest for you, Edna Keep, all the way from Canada. Welcome to I Am On Project. Thank you very much, Catherine. I'm happy to be here. Now, for our listeners, I've just—I think I've uh, complimented on Edna's hair probably about four times. It is really funky. It's beautiful. It's—you'll uh, have to see it. I'll uh, keep it a bit of a secret. But Edna, before we get started, we always love to unpack our woman of inspiration. So, Edna, what's your story? How did you get to where you are today? Well, you know, um, I think I think my real life change started to happen or my direction when I had a I, I became a single mom at age 16. And I started getting told by people, you know, you've kind of limited your options. What are you going to do? You can't go to university. I wasn't that smart in school. University wasn't even something I was really interested in. Uh, what are you going to do? And I thought, I don't know, I just want to be a mom. And, and, you know, I never really thought much beyond that until I had a child. And then it was... Uh, one was enough. <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize being a parent was so hard. And um, so, uh, you know, I, I I struggled with different jobs. I waitressed for a while. I worked at a clinic and, and eventually moved up into the office administration area and then uh, 
finally, before I got into real estate, I was working out as a certified financial planner. So going through the different steps, uh, you know, I, I just knew that I, one of the things I got told all the time was, Edna, you got to learn to live within your means. And I didn't want to learn to live within my means. I wanted to learn how to be wealthy. And I thought, you know what, if I have to learn something anyway, and, and I love learning, I may as well study what I want to study. And that's studying wealth, not studying budgets and and how to be poor and how to be broke and all that kind of stuff. I just wasn't interested in that. So I started studying wealth and uh, through different vehicles. I, I first sold mutual funds and life insurance for a while and made really good money at that, but also realized it wasn't a real um, wealth builder for me. Uh, we can make good money, but uh, it, you know, then the lifestyle came with it. And how was I going to build my wealth? So that's actually uh, what got me interested in the world of real estate, where I've really made my mark and excelled, um, where, where I never really felt like I excelled anywhere else before in my life. And yeah, now we've got uh, almost $60 million worth of real estate, we're buying all the time, we take possession of another 41 units, uh, July 1st. And, uh, and I love this space. I love um, all the different ways you can make money in real estate. I love that we can uh, build long term wealth in real estate. And I love being able to help investors invest in real estate so that they can build their wealth too. So that's amazing. Super amazing. I'm sitting here. What are for our listeners? Uh, what are the ways of uh, making money through real estate? If you would mind sharing some of those with us? Well, you know what, there's many ways. One of the most popular ways that people know of is, is becoming a realtor and sell real estate. Um, I think that's one of the least lucrative ways. You can get great commissions, there's no doubt, but you're not building up your long-term wealth. Um, you can get income through cash flow. You can get uh, savings put away for you through mortgage paydown, equity appreciation, stuff like that. You can force the value of your building by increasing rents and reducing expenses. Um, you can find properties and wholesale them to other people and earn money. You can do rent to owns. You can do agreements for sale and take uh, take control of properties that you don't even actually own. Uh, and nowadays, of course, there's Airbnb. So there's many, many, many different ways uh, to make income from real estate. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And it is getting very big, isn't it? Airbnb. Mm, it is. You can go. I, you know, I've started using it myself uh, because uh, some of my students are pretty young. And so we travel together and go to different places. And they say, ah, we're just going to book an Airbnb place. Are you interested? Oh, sure. What the heck? And after going a few times, I love it. I love being able to have a whole house of people and all staying together as opposed to everybody, you know, going off to their separate rooms at, uh, you know, after dinner and, and having their e own, own evenings together. This way you're kind of in a house and or or sometimes it's uh, an apartment or something like that. But I, I love Airbnb. Mm, so do I. So before we got on the show, Edna, we were talking about uh, master your money mindset. And so we were talking about money blocks. What stops us from getting to, uh, you know, financial freedom? What are some of those blocks that you come across when you work with your customers? You know, a lot of it comes from, uh, you know, our upbringing. Uh, parents pass down everything to us. Teachers pass down. Uh, you know, family and friends pass things on. And you know what, a lot of them are limiting beliefs. So some people who think that, you know, their parents have only held jobs. Well, I can't be an entrepreneur. I don't even know where to start. 
uh, you know, my mom was a nurse, I'm going to be a nurse. My dad was a teacher, I'm going to be a teacher. And they, they kind of limit themselves in 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 whatever, whatever area that they're brought up. But, you know, I, I kind of even liken it to, uh, you know, what, what do you guys usually eat for breakfast in Australia? Is it, is it, uh, bacon and eggs or what, what's your favorite breakfast? I, I actually, uh, it varies. I think some people would have bacon and eggs and then some would have cereals and some have those, you know, morning shakes, protein shakes with fruit. So I think it varies from person to person. Yeah, well, and it does to a certain extent. But, you know, in certain countries, they have rice and beans every single day. You know, like we might have eggs and cereal every single day. And and a lot of that is because it's passed down. It's not because they have a predisposition to eating rice. Maybe it's just what's what's readily available in the countries they were raised in. But even when they go to the new countries, they still prefer that kind of a diet, right? So again, a lot of it is in how we're brought up. And sometimes it's generations and generations and generations of people. Um, you know, I can't own in a business. I don't even know what I'm doing. Of course, I have to work from, for somebody else. Some of it's what teachers teach us, you know. Uh, you go to school, you get a good job, you work at the same job for years and years, and then you retire on a, on a pension. So uh, that, that to me is just a limiting belief. Um, and, and, you know, it might be something that you heard in school. Oh, Catherine, you can't sing. You have a French accent. <laughs> you yeah. know, maybe something like that. Or you just, your voice doesn't fit in. So then you, you start thinking, oh, I have a terrible voice. Um, you might be told from when you were little, oh, uh, you're the smart one, Catherine, but your brother, he's the athletic one. You know, so we we give ourselves labels uh, from things that our parents tell us, and then we may never try to be athletic in the future because we've always been told, oh, you're you're just not that athletic. Maybe we weren't that good at it as our as our sibling or something like that. So so labels uh, come from all different walks of life, but eventually we're, they're so ingrained into us that we say them to ourselves. Like we get up in the morning and go, well, you can't. Uh, go play ball you, you'll you'll fall on your face when you're running to the bases you're not athletic you're clumsy you know different stuff like that and and one of the things we just have to learn to do is you know what you can do whatever you set your mind to uh and you know you you know if it's a predisposed skill even better i think ultimately we can be the best at what we do if we love it because we'll do it all day long uh, and would it that's why I think you can you know build your career around stuff you love it might be not be every single thing you love um, but the more you can love about what you do the more successful you can be because it never feels like work mm. so so you're saying that roughly we are basically conditioned by our environment or those labels that were um, imposed onto us and then how do we one, become conscious of them. And the other thing is, how do we break away from them? Because I see, uh, I love the fact that you're a real estate entrepreneur. We've never had one on the show. And obviously, you've had to work through some of your own limiting beliefs. Uh, or maybe you didn't have any. And that's why you oh. got to financial freedom so quickly. So I'd love to sort of maybe <laughs> unpack those a little bit. You know what, I, I've had lots of limiting beliefs over the years, but I, I worked through them. And I think the fastest, quickest way to do it, Catherine, is to start working with somebody who can see the future you instead of the past you or the present you. Uh, and, and coaches are really good at doing that. Um, I, I think if you want to learn something, whether it's, in, you know, increasing your parenting skills or, you know, 
a triathlon or whatever. You should work with people who know what they're doing, people who've done it before. Uh, I wouldn't go to a, a librarian to get them to teach me a triathlon. I wouldn't go to a triathlon teacher to, to teach me how to research at a library. You know what I mean? So I think being around the right people can open a lot of doors and and stuff a lot of those negative beliefs because you start as you start to meet different people and you realize you know they're just people just like us yeah they're really brilliant at this and they've done this and they've accomplished this and they've accomplished that but we all started in the same place you know we're all a baby that couldn't walk at one time and we learned uh, and you know some of us had um, you know our our heyday while we were still in high school they peak peak, say, so to say, in high school. Some of us don't. Some of it's later in life that we really hit our stride and we start, uh, you know, finding our value in the world and putting it out. So my, my number one way to do it is to get around people who are doing what you want to do, whatever that happens to be. Mm, so obviously getting a coach or a mentor that, like you said, has actually gone through it. So obviously you've gone through it. So some of those limiting beliefs, are you happy to share what some of those limiting beliefs were for you? You know what? Absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite books of all times is called, it's by Robert Kiyosaki and it's called Why Do A Students Work for C Students and B Students Work for the Government? So I was your classic C student. That's why I love the book so much because in school, I always just thought, yeah, I'm not that smart. I just don't care that much. Uh, you know, and, and I used to get compared to my brother who was just older than me, who, who was really smart. And I mean, really smart um, as in he, he had really good study habits and, and he did well in school. So he always had 80 averages. He was always the captain of the baseball team and the basketball team and the volleyball team. And I came along and it's like, oh, Edna, you could you could be just like your brother if you just try. And, you know, and, and, and it was like, well, you know. I'd like to be like my brother because I admire him a lot, still do to this day. Um, but, you know, I, I just, I'm not my brother. I'm not like my brother. I got lots of other strengths. But it, it when I was young, I just used to think, well, shit, I'm a failure. I, I can't be like him. And I admired him so much too, which made it rough. And, and like I never, it was never, oh, I hate him. I never want to be like him. It was like, I'd love to be like him, but I'm just not. So I guess I'll always just be mediocre at whatever I do, um, being a C student. And, and I classified that for myself for many years. Uh, even when I became a financial advisor, when I go to different marketing and different coaches and stuff like that, they'd say, well, what's so special about you? Like, what? why would I deal with you as opposed to anyone else? And I'd say, Nothing really. I pretty much offer the same thing everyone else does. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not the smartest uh, advisor out there. I, I don't even, I struggle with even understanding alpha beta ratios myself. And yet I was successful at it. And um, I, I realized then it was that I could relate to people. And, and most people uh, didn't like to sit there and listen to the guys talking about alpha beta ratios and three hours of lecturing and stuff. And, and, and they just, they just wanted somebody they could relate to. And so it, it wasn't until I was older that I started to realize that in fact, I have a lot of good traits and, uh, and they were not like my brother, but we still admire each other a lot. Um, but, but I think those kind of things can hold you back to a certain extent. And it wasn't until I got out and about and a kind of away from all my family who, you know, 
thought of this one one person in our family as so great that I started to realize I had greatness in me too. Oh, I love that. It's, it's a beautiful story. So and what mm. has been some of your greatest lessons learned along your way? Um, you know what? That I can learn and anything. Uh, as long as I have an interest in it. So I, I look back now and I realize the reason I wasn't didn't excel in school was so much of it was boring to me. Like I hated social studies. I hated science. Uh, you know, there were so many of those classes that were just boring. English, really good at English, liked English, liked writing, uh, liked being in plays, you know, different stuff like that. Uh, but but a lot of the studying and stuff I just didn't like to do. But as I've gotten older, I study all the time, but I study only what I want to study. You know, if something comes out about, uh, you know, I don't know, like, like I'm just thinking of some stuff that maybe my husband does would do, do with cars and stuff. Well, I would never study that because it doesn't interest me at all. As a matter of fact, I don't even like to have conversations about it. I'll listen to him because he talks about it, but that's not my interest. I love business. I love being uh, around business and like-minded people and growth areas. And as long as it's something I'm interested in, I'll study it and I can learn it. Um, and, and I think it's just a waste of time to be learning stuff that you're not interested in. But you have to when you're in school. I, Edna, I can so relate to what you're saying. I was the same. I left school at 16 but then continued my studies as an adult. But I was the same. I was bored at school. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. And mm. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, that happens to them. But, you know, when you're in school, did you kind of feel like you didn't quite uh, meet up to all the expectations that were given of you? That's right. I felt like yeah. I didn't belong. Me too. Yeah, mm. me too. It was like, this This is not for me. Like, what am I doing? I couldn't wait to get out of school. Yeah. You know, I finished my grade 12, but I couldn't wait to go get a job and start making money. Yeah, it was the same. So, Edna, yeah. the other thing that we love to ask our woman of inspiration is pain points. We believe that everyone's got pain points. So what would be some of your pain points in your business um, or your life? And how do you uh, work through those? Um, well, some of, some of my pain points um, – are just, you know, I'm always wanting to push to grow, to be better, to do more, to have more. Um, but but I've, I've learned that that's, that's kind of just in my DNA. I love learning. I love learning new stuff. And I also love sharing it with other people. And so as I've gotten older, um, my, my mantra is kind of learn, grow, share. So as long as I can be continuously learning, sharing what I learn and growing as a person, I'm happy. Uh, if, if I, if I get stuck, I realize it's because I've been doing the same old too long and it's time to make some changes, add something in, take something out, uh, fine tune what I'm working on, uh, you know, different stuff like that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So you're always looking at ways to, uh, do you work, you know, work differently or expand on what you're doing. Yeah. And, you know, I've went through, um, I've went through a lot of personality uh, tests on myself and, you know, understand how I like to do things, uh, why I do things the way I do. And I think that that's really important for people to go through too, because after a while you start realizing, you know, why it's, why it's your strength or why you don't like to work with certain people. Like, for example, I don't like to work with beginner real estate investors. I like to work with people who already have, you know, three, four, five houses already, but they, they want to scale up. Uh, I don't want to take and teach them the absolute basics. 
I want to take people from a good spot to a great spot. And and I until I took a, a personality test, I think it's called Strength Finders with Gallup. Mm-hmm. I realized I'm a I'm a maximizer. So what that's what maximizers like to do. They don't like to work with beginners. So yeah, and 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 was I people used to always say, well, you should make this more available to beginners. And I would try, and I would struggle with that, and struggle with it. And I realized, yeah, that's not my sweet spot. So now I let myself excel in those areas and leave the other areas for other people that are really good at that. Oh, it's a great way to define your target market. You mm-hmm. now know exactly yeah. who they are. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so in real estate, uh, what do you think is one or a couple of the reasons that people fail to succeed? One is they try to do it by themselves. They maybe read a book and they hear that fix and flip's the way to go. So they go take on a project and they really don't know what they're doing. They lose their shirt and they never try anything again. Um, I'm a big believer in hiring a coach or getting a mentor, somebody who's done it. Uh, And I mean, you don't always even have to pay for your coach. Sometimes you can work with a mentor who you can work with them for free in exchange for mentoring or something. Uh, There's always a way, but really get around people who are doing what you want to do, because that'll open your eyes to the possibilities. You might never go down the same path as they do, but the more people you can get around and check out what they're doing and learn from them, the quicker you'll hit your stride and, and then therefore your success. Mm, I love that. So for, for those that are listening to the show right now that have you know, two, three or four properties and they wanted to expand and scale up, uh, then obviously the best approach is to get a coach like you, not to try to do it on their own. It's really difficult to try to do it on your own. You know, I, 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 I've taken a lot of classes and I've gone, gone to a lot of conferences and I run into people all the time who've been taking education the same along length of time as we have. And they might be stuck at four, five, ten properties. And when I start talking to them, I realize why. They decided they're going to, you know, do things like property manage their own properties to save themselves a couple hundred bucks a door, uh, maybe do all the repairs and maintenance. And when, when you get so many doors, then that's what you're doing all the time. So we decided right from the start, we wanted to make a business out of it. And we hired property management out right from the beginning. Did we make as much cash flow as the next guy? No, but we've been able to scale our business. And that's really where it starts to add up uh, is being able to scale what you do. And when you're doing all the property management, you cannot scale what you do. Mm, of course, that would be too hard if, you've, if you're running around looking after 10 properties. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And the other thing is get 10 doors under one roof as opposed to uh, buying 10 houses, you know. Uh, I'm a big believer in going straight into multifamily as opposed to um, single-family homes. 10 doors are under one roof. I've not heard that one before. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Just just multifamily apartment buildings is, is, uh, you know, you you have 10 people paying the mortgage down as opposed to one or two in a a single family home or a duplex or something like that. Mm. So you actually look for properties that have got the 10 doors or do you actually look for a property and then build those 10 doors? No, we look for them. So we we generally buy already established buildings. Our sweet spot's actually between 12 and 36 doors under one roof. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, Edna, would you mind sharing some of the programs? Because I, I was talking to you about, you know, 90 days to 5K uh, is one of the things that you've got on your website. What are some of the programs that you run, just for our listeners? 
Well, uh, that that's my main program. I have I have two. I've got another one that's called uh, Mastering Your Money Mindset uh, for people who who still haven't quite got that part figured out. Uh, you know, they're they're still suffering with a lot of limiting beliefs and and how to get past that. So I have a Mastering Your Money Mindset. The ninety day to five k is uh, is really my baby. Um, I started with a mastermind. And after I ran the mastermind for a couple of years, I had new people that wanted to take the mastermind, but they didn't want to be involved in a whole year long program. So I built this program uh, so that they would get the majority of the information they needed in 90 days. And the premise is, is that in 90 days, you'll know exactly what it takes for you to be making 5000 a month in passive income and that you should be able to do it in three to five years. We did it in 18 months. So uh, I, I, I think with my help, I should be able to help you. I've ha- had students do it quicker than I did. But um, I always thought when I first started, because we didn't plan on doing this full time, but I thought, you know what, if I could make an extra 5000 a month by buying property, I'd just be in hog heaven. I'd be so happy. And so that's why I kind of made that my program. 90 days. In 90 days, you'll know exactly what it's going to take for you to be making $5,000 a month in passive income, how many doors, how many investors you need to work with, and the type of properties you need to buy, and that you should be able to do it, yeah, in three to five years. So when you're talking about investors, so I'm curious for myself as well. So uh, if you want to scale up, how – I mean, do you have investors that you recommend or do you ask your students to seek for those investors into your, I guess, your your project? Is it Would it be a project that you're working on as part of your 90 days? Uh, well, you know what? What I teach them is how to find their own projects, how to find their own multifamily, how to analyze them, how to know it's a good deal, and then also how to find investors to fund that deal. Because um, one of the primary, again, it's a limiting belief and it's a big mindset shift I help people with is they go, well, why would people give me money, Edna, to go and buy property? I just don't get it. Why would they give me money? You know what? They don't just give you money. You're providing a very, very valuable service because there's a lot of people out there who are too busy to do what we do. They're already running successful businesses or in a lot of cases, they're just not interested in doing what we do. Um, they, But they understand, they've heard that we're, real estate's a really good wealth builder. But who's the majority of advisors out there? They're stock and bond and mutual fund advisors. So that's who people go to when they think they need financial advice. So we help people think of real estate as an as another asset play to build their wealth and their passive income. Mm, I love that. Absolutely love that. So Edna, what advice would you give your younger self? You know what? Just just go for it. Go for everything. Quit second guessing everything you do and quit beating yourself up all the time. Uh, you don't have to be like anybody else to be good. Um, that, that's what I, I, I always used to compare myself to other people. Oh, if I was like her, I'd be better. Oh, if I was like her, I'd be prettier. If I was like her, I'd be, wouldn't be so flat chested. You know, you're always comparing yourself to other people. And I would say, don't do that because your uniqueness is what is the most valuable part of you. So go inside and find out why that uniqueness makes you so special. Oh, I love that. And the other thing, Edna, as we uh, wrap up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be that one word for you? Real. I get told all the time, Edna, you're just so real. I can relate to you. You're just so real. So yeah, that would be my word. 
Very down to earth. I have to agree with that. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, and then the other thing that we love to ask our woman of inspiration as we wrap up the show is to leave three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today? Don't try to go it alone. Find somebody who's already doing what you want to do, whatever it happens to be. If you want to be the next Picasso, go study uh, that. Uh, go study somebody who's doing that. Uh, if you don't want to be a starving artist, don't follow starving artists. Go follow the artists that are making the money. You know, get around people who are doing what you want to do. That's got to be number one for me because uh, how do you ever know? How do you ever know? Work on your mindset all the time because no matter what level you're at, there's always a new new devil, right? New level, new devil. That's one of my sayings one of my coaches gives me. And it's true. Every time uh, you you plateau and you decide you want to grow, there's a whole new learning curve for you. So uh, just know that that's, those are mindset shifts that you have to go through the rest of your life unless you want to just get stuck at whatever point you're at. Um, and, and another one is, you know what? Listen to all these great podcasts. I, I don't think that's actually what I what I was thinking of ahead of time. But as I'm listening to you and and I realize what you're sharing with your audience, this is so powerful what you're doing, Catherine, because it's such a great way to learn what other people have done. And then, yeah, you allow them to reach out to that person and say, hey, I want to do what you do. And then next thing you know, there's a student mentorship thing going on. Mm, absolutely. And so for our listeners, let's unpack that a little bit. Is it online? Is it face-to-face like your programs? Just because we do have uh, listeners from all over the world. Well, the, the 90 Day to 5K is all online. It's a membership section. You go in, you access your your um, your trainings, and then we do live Zoom calls, much like the Skype call, but we do it by Zoom where we can see each other. And I do have students all over. I've got students in Canada, UK, US, uh, and, uh, and we get to meet each other online and we talk uh, at least once a week. And then they've got full access to me by email and also... Um, uh, uh, what else was it? Oh, and I, I also review their homework. So they've got homework each week uh, and I review it to make sure that they're on track with it. That's super amazing. How do you find the time to do everything? You're amazing. <laughs> well, you know what? I do actually have students that are now helping me with some of the homework because it's gotten to that point where I can't do it all. So some of my graduate students now, of course, they want to start doing more and more what I do. So I'm allowing them to. They can. They help me with the students and they. Uh, I, I actually have some of my mastermind members that are going to start running their own masterminds across Canada and U.S. as well. Oh, that's fantastic. And then master your money mindset. What's that? Is that a face-to-face? No, it's all online as well. And that one, there's no homework. Well, there's homework for you, but you don't have to send it to me. But again, it's all online. And it's uh, it's just some, it, there's things that you need, first of all, to know and understand. And then there's exercises that you need to work through to identify what your limiting beliefs are. Mm, I love that. So Edna, for our listeners, where's the best place to find Edna? Ednakeep.com. That's my website. My email address is edna at ednakeep.com. And if they want to check out some free training, which I would like to offer your listeners, it's just training.ednakeep.com. And I've got a three video series that kind of gives people a general overview of what I do. And uh, yeah, from there, they can reach out and book a call with me. And what should our listeners expect from this training, the free training, just to give us a bit of a, a, a highlight of what's 
what the, the content is? The content is, uh, you know, go big, go into straight into multifamily instead of single family homes. And I'm going to teach you how to uh, find investors to fund your deals and why they want you to. Uh, and, and you'll come out the other side, you'll know more than uh, most realtors do about real estate. And uh, you'll know exactly what it's going to take for you to create your passive income for the mm, future. Love it. So just to, to recap, 90 Days to 5K is a 12-month program. 12-week. 12 12-week, 12 sorry, 12-week yep. program. And Master Your Money Mindset is for how long? It's actually a 12-week program 12 as week. well. Oh, yeah. perfect. The 12 modules, yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm sure our listeners are going to reach out to you. Like I said, we've never had a real estate entrepreneur on the show before. So it's been amazing to get some insight. And I really appreciate you sharing your wisdom with us. Uh, So thank you so very much for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. You know, I, I love sharing what I've learned with people and and I especially love sharing with people who who felt those limiting beliefs because I've been there, I've done that and I, and I know the feeling and I know how to help them get over that. Uh, I can't do that thing, you know, and, and really start to believe in themselves. And, and it's amazing how quick you can own an apartment building too. Oh, wow. And I do love that. I do believe that it's all in the mindset. You know, if we shift our limiting beliefs, it's amazing what we could can achieve. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much once again. I look forward to keeping in touch with you. Okay. Well, thanks for having me, Catherine. You're most welcome. That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you. And one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, please take care of yourself.